Hello everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Sleep and Relax ASMR. Today we celebrate 500 episodes, and I thought it would be nice to ramble about it and relive some of the early days of the podcast, and thank you guys, and just have some you know, good old uh, ASMR fun as I ramble about nonsense. Now, I think for the 400th episode celebration, I started off by just conceptualizing 400 units of anything. And that's where I want to start today. Except instead of conceptualizing 400 grains of rice, for example, you know, just conceptualize 500 grains of rice, 500 kittens, 500 stories on a building. You know, it's quite a lot. And... I am so thrilled to have been able to make so much content, and I um, I really d- didn't expect to get to this point. You know, I am very happy that I've gotten to this point. It was, you know, I was just interested in starting podcasts for a while, and uh, originally I wanted to start a podcast about business and startups. And the whole concept of that podcast would be news in the startup world, e-commerce, tech, etc. And I was going to name it The Daily Startup Show. Which, to my surprise, is not taken. There is, however, a site called Startup Daily that focuses on startup insights and advice for companies in Australia and New Zealand. For some reason... When I click on the website, my brother, my browser, not my brother, I don't have a brother. Although I would have loved to have a brother. I bring this up to my mother, not all the time, because I would be really exaggerating. But especially when I was younger, you know, because there were two brothers that lived in my neighborhood. Uh, Lewis was one, and the other was, I want to say Martin. Marty or Marvin or something with an M. And uh, I just loved, you know, they, they would play baseball on the same team. They would, you know, I don't know. Just, it always, it always made me want to have, you know, a brother. To, anyway, I don't have a brother. What I was going to say is for some reason, when I click on the website, my browser doesn't allow me to access it. So perhaps... The site is down. Rest in peace, the daily startup, if this is the case. Oh, wait. No. Okay. No. Hold on. I clicked on another website that has a similar URL, but it wasn't the right one. Okay. Startup Daily. You guys are still around. Congrats. It's awesome. Some articles I see here are titled, How to Succeed in Business and How Can You Improve Employee Performance? Well, I'd like to learn about how to succeed in business. So I'm going to give a little click on this article here. And I'm sure you would also like to learn how to succeed in business. And for that reason, I'm going to read some of this article for you. So let's learn together, courtesy of startupdaily.au. Running a business is a risk that an entrepreneur takes. 
but it is one that is sure to have many benefits as well in the long run. However, to take the risk and continue jumping through different hurdles is certainly tough and challenging. So here are some ways you can succeed in business if you were to take them into account. 1. Have a set mind. They say that if you put your mind to do something, if you put your mind into something, you can easily succeed. You can easily succeed because it is your mind that controls everything else. So believe that you would succeed in the first place. The more positive you think, the more likely you are to actually achieve it. In addition to that, you need to also work hard to make this belief come true. In time, you will realize that you have come a long way in achieving all that you have planned. 2. Dream Big There is a common saying that you need to always aim for the stars, so that if you fail to reach it, you at least reach the moon. Similarly, in business too, you need to aim big. Think of all the possible things you could achieve and do, and take baby steps to make them real. This way, little by little, you will get closer to achieving even the wildest dreams that everyone would have said you could achieve. I'll take a brief pause here. You know, for me all this sounds good. This is the kind of, you know, yes man, you know, encouraging lingo that people use. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying I disagree. But, um, for me, the idea of have a set mind and dream big, I mean, it's, it's not practical in terms of, you know, an actionable step, you know, I know someone, obviously I'm not going to name names, but I do know someone that he has basically dedicated himself to being a sort of one of these like business coaches or whatever, lifestyle coach, business coach, motivational speaker. And, um, he is a good speaker. He is, I think, a really well-intentioned person. I, I think he's a good guy, and I think he's he's very bright. But, and look, I've never listened to one of his lectures or sermons or whatever you want to call them. But, for me, it's a little strange that a motivational speaker is trying to motivate a crowd, and I don't know if he sells anything else. But, you know, I knew him from um, college. And, you know, it's not like he really accomplished anything that amazing during our studies there. And he was a good student, no doubt. You know, I, again, I have no reason to dislike the guy on a personal level. I think he's, again, a very good person. And I think, I think he means well. And he's just trying to carve it, a career for himself. But I've just always found it strange because the advice that he'll he'll give from the very brief clips that I've seen on social media stuff like this it's you know dream big it's this it's that and then you know it's kind of like I find that it's not that practical or it can't be that practical because number one if you just have a yes man kind of giving you the information that you want to hear such as dream big, you can achieve it. It is important to have a positive mindset. I'm certainly not going to argue the opposite. For me, it is very, very important 
you know, you need to have a positive mindset with everything you do in order to succeed. I just take exception to the idea of someone asking you to pay them to give you, you know, this, this hype, this, this yes mentality, this can do mentality. And so again, during our time in college, I think he was a president of, of an association. It might've been the small business association or startup association, something like that. Uh, entrepreneurship association. And again, it's not as if he, you know, because I would participate in that group from time to time. I wasn't a full member. I would just attend the events and all that. And just by talking to others that were in the group and were there every week or every other week, you know, they would tell me, look, I mean, this guy's well-intentioned, but he hasn't, he doesn't move the needle in terms of making a big improvement over what this association has done in the past. But you would talk to this uh, guy and he would, he would use, you know, these kind of keywords that were trendy and we want to, we want to do this. We want to get involved in this technology, whatever the hot technology was at that time, probably like virtual reality or, you know, crypto or something like that. And he would hype up the association and he would make it seem as if the association were moving in a direction that it had never reached before. It's not really true. It's not really. So all this is to say, nice guy. But then after college, he, um, I think he started doing a sales job for someone. He was only there for about three months. And then he started getting into this whole motivational speaker, lecturer, I'm going to sell you your dreams and help you accomplish them kind of thing. Again, for me, I, I think it's kind of strange. Someone who hasn't been there and done that, kind of telling you how to get there and do that when they themselves have not accomplished that. Again, for me, it's, yeah, it's kind of incongruous. I mean, I want to learn from someone. I don't want to learn personal finance from someone who's gone bankrupt four times. I don't want to learn about, um, you know, podcasting from someone who's never started a podcast. I think it's pretty obvious. You know, like, for example, I'm, I want to learn how to weld. I'm not going to learn that from someone who's never, you know, welded something before. Either way, again, he is a nice guy. Wishing him the best. I'm going to continue this article here. Walk together. The road to success isn't something that can be taken alone. You need someone to hold hands with, someone to cheer you on as you walk, someone to offer you a helping hand whenever you fall, and even someone just to be there for you. Understand that a couple of these someones are actually your employees, so treat them right. Instead of bossing them around, work with them and learn through your mistakes. This way you can taste the fruit of success much sooner than any other. So, I, I disagree with I agree with the premise overall. I just think, for me, a more practical, as someone who has tried my hand at various projects for fun 
and for business and all that, just because I've always liked to tinker with new ideas. I don't like to, when I, typically when I get involved in a hobby or I discover a new uh, passion or I want to learn a new skill, typically I try to apply it in a real sense. Um, and uh, I would say here, before you actually do something, I, I think you should try to work for someone who's, again, been there and done that and see how they handle things. But, you know, perhaps the article is just assuming that you have the, the know-how to accomplish this. You just need good people by your side, good employees that you treat right to get there. It could be true. Make everyone involved. Organization hierarchies of today must mostly are built on a basis where those at the top boss and those at the bottom work really hard. Don't be that kind. Instead, get everyone involved and remove such thoughts from the minds of the people by asking those at the top to help and work with those at the bottom. Honestly, it's not that well written. I, um, I'm going to assume that maybe a non-native speaker uh, wrote it because some of the grammar is kind of messy. But there you go. You're ready to conquer the business world. Now, I, you know, for me, it's kind of a clickbaity article. It's like how to succeed now, and it gives you four things that you'll probably read anywhere else. Either way, either way, yes, I wanted to start a podcast called The Daily Startup Show. There is a podcast called Startup of the Year, good ratings, 4.4, who knows, I may go ahead and start The Daily Startup one day. Um, If I had to make another podcast right now, or if I had to pick another podcast, it would probably be a real estate show, not that I know much about it, but I'd like to get into it sometime in the next few years in some capacity. I sort of struggle with listening to things for just pure entertainment. I do struggle with this. I'm always eager uh, to learn and do things, and that kind of impedes my ability to take a step back and enjoy a dumb show or silly podcast from time to time. And um, I really do think it's part of the reason why I gravitated towards sleep and relax ASMR because it forces me to be a bit creative and make content that I can listen to that I want to listen to in order just to unwind and just chill out a little bit. You know, occasionally I'll get into podcasts about like pop culture. You know, while Game of Thrones was going on, I was listening to the show Bend the Knee, where they would basically, you know, preview and review episodes on the show, and, you know, I got into that for a little while, and it just kind of helps me keep my mind off things, but I don't know why I just struggle with, you know, unplugging. You know, I always want to, I'm always thinking, even in my time off, there's always something else I can do. 
you know, whether it's for the podcast, whether it's for work, you know, the only times I'm able to really, you know, totally unplug is if I'm at a family event. So if I'm actually with family or if I'm with friends that I'm very close with, I am able usually to just not worry about, you know, getting something done or a deadline or anything like that. I'm able to just focus on, you know, enjoying my time with them. But if I'm by myself on a Saturday afternoon, then I'm not concerned about really exploring Netflix or anything like that. I'm more just concerned with trying to advance whatever project is top of mind. Which does include, you know, in the house as well. You know, it might be something as simple as cleaning up around the house and, you know, doing some things that I've wanted to do for a few months. But yeah, I mean, that's, again, I think a, a big reason why I wanted to start Sleep and Relax ASMR. Because I'm not thinking about business, I'm not thinking about technology, I'm not thinking about real estate, I'm not thinking about work, I'm not thinking about politics, I'm not thinking about, I'm just thinking about helping myself and helping you relax, helping you find the right episode, maybe it's when I whisper, maybe it's the sound of um, a gentle stream, Maybe it's the sound of footsteps along a snowy pathway. Maybe it's me just speaking the way I am regularly, just to have a voice to kind of cling on to and listen to as, you know, he just rambles. And so your mind is allowed to just kind of doze off. So, and as crazy as it is to me now, I first started working on the podcast in the summer of 2016 all the way back then that summer we had the Rio Olympics I pulled up some stats here the US won 121 total medals and 46 of those were gold Great Britain earned 67 total medals 27 of which were gold just the whole concept of training for years for a single moment for me is just mind-blowing. Just think about training six days a week, competing and qualifying, actually qualifying, and then making it to the Olympics. And to have everything you've ever worked for over the past few years, if not an entire lifetime, just stare you right in the face. I think about... Um, Netflix had a uh, mini-series called Losers. I'm not sure if they did more seasons or what they did with it. But um, one of the figures that they follow in one episode is a uh, French ice skater. Um, I think her first name was, was Soraya. Surya. Surya, I think her name was. And I forget her last name. Surya. And um, fantastic ice skater, obviously, very talented from a young age. And, you know, her goal 
from the time she's basically, you know, 13, 14, 15, is to become an Olympic-level figure skater and represent her country and go for gold. And I think she was only 18 during the first Olympics, or 16, the first Olympics that she competed in. And I think those Olympics, she placed um, bronze, I think. Of course, four years go by, four years of qualifying, four years of training, four years of focusing on one single task, which is to win gold. And I think the next Olympics, <clears throat> she um, she also wins silver or gold, or silver or bronze, one of the two. She just finishes off top, outside the top three. And then, same thing, four years go by, and now she's at a point where she's kind of reaching, you know, a point in her career where maybe she's thinking about moving on to the, you know, something else. And I think same thing, I think she placed silver, you know, I'm, I'm, I might be mixing up the events, you know, it might have been she competed in, in two Olympics, and then another one was, you know, a world championship of figure skating, not necessarily the Olympics. But for me, it really put into perspective this idea of someone working from the time that they're a child and to try and actually accomplish something, you know, that with that one focus and to be able to just kind of stick to that idea, stick to that task and actually breakthrough. I mean, it takes a really special kind of person to be able to take that on and really succeed. But with this, I am going to go ahead and dismount the 500th episode celebration ramble because A, I really don't know where to go from here and B, uh, I can hear um, not one but two neighbors uh, starting to cut their lawn and the last thing I want to do is receive an email about how terrible the audio sounds about 20 minutes or so in. Before I go, I do want to say thank you for listening, whether you've been listening to the podcast for the last few years, whether this is your first episode, thank you for giving this podcast a chance, and I am just so grateful that I'm able to do this little, almost almost got caught up there. I like, I like tripped over myself. It was like the... Uh, it was like a verbal, I guess it was a stutter, but it was more like a verbal tripping over my own shoelaces. I am grateful that I'm able to do this fun little show and have people enjoy it. I'm happy to get to 500, but I'm even more excited to see what the next 500, 500 have in store for us. Jeez, really dismounting here poorly. But that's all for this episode. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can email the show, hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. Thanks as always for listening and take care.